Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. She's got great chat. The hideaway is open tonight. I licked at it or whatever. You know, quicksand is that the equivalent is made out of dicks, 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 dicks. It's banter. What do you think about Brexit? What's the start? Does that mean we won't have any cheese? Are you joking? You are a liar, actress. 100% white type on paper. She's got the chat. Hello, and welcome to She's Got the Chat. I am Ara. And I am Ari. Welcome to our week three Love Island Games recap. As I've been watching these episodes, I have been having a conundrum because I'm like, I have so many things to say and I don't know when to bring them up. (laughs) I just feel like rather than recapping these episodes, I could just rant for like two hours about Uh all of my thoughts and feelings that have come up over the past week. Yeah, no, 100% same. I feel like this show, and I'm also like sad that it's like almost over. Like, mm-hmm. we only have two episodes of this left. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, that's a part of it. I feel like the end of the season has felt extremely rushed, starting yeah. with them bringing in six bombshells at once. Six bombs. That was fucking un like hinged. Yeah. Anyway, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> this was my concern. I was I, like, I'm just going to go off at the beginning of the episode. So I'm trying to rein it in. Read it in. Well, let's start off with some reminders for everybody. We've got a Discord out now. You can find the link to that in our Instagram bio. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope you guys all join. There's a couple people in there. We're going to start up some convos, have some chit chats about the episodes and what's to come and all of that. We've also got a reminder for a Spotify and Apple wrap. That's going to come out soon. Please tag us if we are in one of your top podcasts for the year. And our Love Island Australia recaps are on our socials. You can find them on TikTok and Reels. It's finally out on Hulu. So if you would like to join me in watching this fucking dumpster fire of a television show, I would love that because I <laughs> need people to talk to about it. Because I'm not watching it's, it. <laughs> yeah. I want Maybe when this is over, Ari, and you have like a free moment, you, you should watch no, it. No, so I will. I'm, I'm planning on yeah. watching it. I just can't. I can't right now at the same time as yeah. games. I get it. Maybe get I'll it, watch but... it on the Hulu schedule, honestly. Yeah, you should actually. I still hate everyone on it. <laughs> um, so that's awesome. Is it Lucinda <laughs> on it? Yeah, Lucinda is on it from UK. Oh, my God. Do you hate her? She's like the star of the show. Oh. She's like the main character. But do you hate her? Yes. Oh, shit. She should have never done this show. It has – I think it has – genuinely ruined her reputation wow she is she is i don't want to spoil anything i was gonna say who she's coupled with but i don't want to spoil anything well i don't know any of the guys all right i'll just say she's with the worst fucking human being okay. <laughs> this planet. so if that sounds she's- intriguing to you guys watch along so you can chat with mara about it in the discord i just got a high i just got a high heart rate notice on my watch by the way <laughs> oh my god are you serious 
Wait, just thinking about Australia because of your food poisoning. I I think it's a combo. (laughs) (laughs) I am sick, listeners, by the way. I have been infected by Chick-fil-A, so another reason to hate them if you needed one. If your heart rate goes up again, let me know. And I'll be fine. (laughs) No, I... Okay, again, world stupid soldier that I've been watching that's so fucking crazy. For anyone that's watching it, you can also DM. She's got the chat, and Mara will tell me, and I'll go and respond to it because mm-hmm. I would love to chat about world's stupid soldier. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody was just medically withdrawn because he had a super high heart rate that wouldn't go down. Really? Who? Jack Osborne. Jack Osborne. Is that related to Ozzy Osborne? Yes. Interesting. He has MS, and I think that they were like, oh. nah, you can't keep going because you could die. Yeah, that's that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> how how uh, how long was his heart rate up for? It was like, I don't know. It was – I it, they didn't necessarily give a time frame, but it was like he was kind of freaking out about it, and then he went and saw the doctor, and then like they had a whole challenge, and then came back, and he was still with the doctor. So it was like hours. Got it. Yeah. Damn. That's rough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, – We have our finale episode is going to be coming out a little bit early as a Thanksgiving present for you all. We love and appreciate our listeners so much. And we thought, you know, you might want something to listen to, to not engage in political conversations with your family members. I don't know. Yeah. That's always a big theme on Thanksgiving. So our (laughs) finale episode will be out on Thursday, Thanksgiving. And we cannot wait to see how this season wraps up. I know. As always, our last episode, Mara, was listened to in 285 cities. Amazing. And if you were our listener in Freeport, Maine, we would love for you to share with a local friend. Freeport, Maine. Yeah. Cute. If you are a listener in Ojai, California, also would love for you to share with a local friend. If you are our listener in Utuxeter, Staffordshire, please share with a friend. Wow. And as always, again, please review, rate, share, subscribe. You can follow us wherever you get your podcasts and wherever you are on social media. Yes, please. And please tag us in your stories, in your Spotify wrapped. If you're listening to the pod, we want to see where you're listening, how you're listening, what you're thinking, what you agree with, what you disagree with. We're going to have some fucking hot takes this episode. I can feel it. So I'm ready to get into it. Are you? Let's do it. Okay, without further ado, let's chat. All right, episode 11. We leave off with Toby and Georgia leaving the villa. Sally and EL have a chat where Sally shares the goodbye that she had with Toby, and then they discuss how good their communication is, something that she was lacking with Toby. Ray and Imani then have a chat, and they're upset about the choice that they made. They didn't know what the duel was going to be, so they didn't realize how unlikely it would have been for Toby and Georgia to have, like, won or lost. Mm -hmm. Uh, Imani says that she wants to keep her heart in this process moving forward. We also are instructed that Megan has left the villa for medical reasons. But when they said this, I just thought like she was at the doctor for the day or like she was going to be gone from the episode or something like they did not make it clear that she was gone, 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 gone. I know I was it was just such like a quick thing, too. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Where did she go? Why? Tell me more. So weird. 
I was really sad. Ugh. The Islanders then get a text. They're going to have a pool party tonight. And then at the pool party, Justine and Jack have a really cute conversation. Justine tells Jack about how she got kind of bamboozled after her last relationship from the show. She says that she feels like she's been able to open up and she's been catching feelings for Jack. He says he feels the same way and he says that he feels differently than he did last time he was on Love Island. They talk about how they could make the L.A. London distance work. He says he's not really sure, but he's happy with how things are right now. I also wanted to make a note that they were listening to music during this conversation. Huh. Did you notice this? No. There are Islanders in the background listening to music. Fascinating. I was shocked. Wow. I don't usually get music in there. It is fun. Yeah. We learned that we have three new bombs entering. Those bombs are going to be Courtney from Love Island US, Mike from Love Island UK, and Carrington from Love Island US. Carrington complains about being seen as a player because he dated on a dating show. <laughs> I guess he dated around in the villa. Again, I think we said this before, but I really don't remember anything that Carrington did on his season. No, I was hoping that seeing him would jog my memory, and it did not. No. <laughs> I don't remember I don't remember anything. I don't either. <laughs> he wants the best of both worlds. He wants to be there for the love and for the games. Courtney says she's an extra ass bitch. She's here for everything. <laughs> Mike wants to win, but he says it would be nice to find a connection. And then they all sit around the fire pit and Jack dares the new bombs to kiss the people that they're most interested in. So we see Mike kissing Justine and Jack, of course, is like, I, this is my, I did this to myself. <laughs> right. <laughs> One of the things I do want to say, and I can talk about it more, but that I really started to feel in this week of episodes is Jack is having the opposite of a Lucinda on Australia storyline. Like I uh -huh. am loving him on this season and he is having such a good redemption storyline arc. Very impressed with him. I totally agree. I feel like I have a whole new like lease on life with Jack. Like he's so much more likable than he was on his season. Completely agree. Completely agree. Yeah. Um, Carrington kisses Kira. Courtney kisses Jack. Mike says, let's stir it up some more. And he kisses Imani. And Sally is like, let's play spin the bottle. <laughs> it's moments like this where I know that Sally has a very good relationship with producers mm -hmm. because they have tasked her with introducing this obviously planned activity. Yes. During Spin the Bottle, we see Sally and Ayal kiss. We see Mike and Justine kiss. We see Imani and Mike kiss. We see Callum and Jess kiss. <laughs> we see Justine and Courtney kiss. Carrington and Kira. More of Mike and Liberty. Carrington and Courtney. Jess and Mike. Courtney and Johnny kiss. He picks her up. He ITMs that he is swooning and everyone is like, bye, Jess, because he's I know like literally grabbing her and like going to town with Courtney yep. in front of the yep. whole villa. I think that Johnny might be a little bit of an exhibitionist. Oh, definitely. <laughs> oh, from what we saw with him and Aurelia? Well, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Holy shit. They were basically fucking in that pool. <laughs> I know. Holy shit. We'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> we see a chat between Johnny and Ray. 
they discuss that Ray has competition now for Imani. And then Imani comes over and is like, is anyone mad? Ray is like, no. And she says that Johnny didn't. And she tells Johnny not to stir the pot. He's like, no one's mad. Johnny expresses in his interest in Courtney and says that he wants to apply pressure to Courtney without fucking things up with Jess. Good luck, mm-hmm. Johnny. Good luck, indeed. Kira, Sally, Liberty, and Justine then discuss Kira's kiss with Carrington. And Kira ITMs that Carrington is showing her the attention that she really wanted from Megan. And Justine tells the girls that she told Jack that she's got feelings for him. They're all like, oh, so cute. Sally's like, you guys are endgame. Mm-hmm. And then in the makeup room, Courtney says that she's also into girls and Kira is in her top three. And then later we see Callum kiss Courtney in bed before everyone goes to sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just goes in for a makeout just out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> in the morning, Carrington fools Kira and they talk about how their kiss last night was good. They discuss their ethnicity and then Courtney comes over and pulls Kira. They discuss their previous relationships, their star signs, and then Courtney goes in for a kiss. Callum sees this and says, what are the chances of this happening to me twice? <laughs> <laughs> Callum's in Dubai girls. What can we say? It is what it is. I, this is one of my favorite storylines of the entire season. Same. Is Callum just having to grapple with this new form of competition that he's so unfamiliar with? <laughs> Agreed. Oh my gosh. So then Mike pulls Justine and Mike says that the first time he did Love Island, he was really immature and that this time he wants to be a man. He says that he felt something there with her when they kissed and she agrees. He says that she is his number one. We then see Courtney pull Callum. She says that she was surprised by his energy and that she finds him to be like a bull in a china shop. (laughs) Very accurate for Callum. Yes. (laughs) He says that she's stunning He asks her about her athleticism, of course, wanting to know how are you going to do in the games. He calls her ditzy and ITMs that he basically wasn't even listening to her. He was just looking at her. Yeah. Great. (laughs) Mike and Imani chat. He says that she has a good aura and asks about her aura. Aura. (laughs) Rather. Either. She talks about her job, and he talks about helping rehab people who've been in prison. I thought that's so cool. I had no idea he did that. I didn't either, but he also says that he has a background in law enforcement, so, like, I just don't trust any work that he's doing with (laughs) criminals or convicted But what if it was, like, from being a cop, he realized, like, this shit's fucked. I want to just help people who've been in prison. I don't get that vibe i think he's very proud to have been a cop got it okay a cab sorry mike a cab (laughs) they discuss imani's couplings and imani itms that mike is putting it on thick and she says she's staying open this is an error yes we see johnny and jess chat johnny says that he actually likes her and then he's like okay bye (laughs) right He's like, just wanted to chat with you to let you know that, like, I do actually really like you. Like, things are going super well between us. I'm going to go pull Courtney. Like, but you're, right. like, you're here, right? You're like, we're we're good. <laughs> right. Like, okay, get fucked. I'm going to go do this. I can't. <laughs> 
I was wondering if that was an edit. Him immediately pulling Courtney. I don't think it was, but I think it could have been. It could have been, but the other thing is we saw that this was his game plan to try to keep Jess on the back burner while, what did he say, applying pressure to Courtney? Yes, exactly. Jess is now with Liberty watching this conversation between Johnny and Courtney. She's annoyed. Johnny is telling Courtney that there's something missing with Jess, and Johnny says that he's been waiting for her to come in, but not her specifically. Just someone like her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he should right. have just been like you. I've been waiting for you, Courtney. I'm so excited <laughs> to meet you. Why does he have to do this? I know. Jess ITMs that she doesn't feel good enough. We later see Jess telling Johnny that she's confused. And she says that she feels like Johnny is always first in line to get to know the new bombs. True. She doesn't really believe that Johnny likes her. And she says he's playing a game. He's like, I've been moving normally and I'm respectful. Like, you don't get to tell her that you're the one moving normally and being respectful. I can't. If she's actively telling you, you're being disrespectful. (laughs) Yeah. Johnny then pulls Courtney again. We see, of course, Jess complaining to Justine and Ray this time about his words versus his actions. And Ray says, if it's meant to be, then it will pan out. Jess is crying. She says that she is sick of people faking connections with her just to stay. Al, perhaps? Yes. Reference to Al. Absolutely. Courtney then gets a text. Tonight there's going to be a recoupling and the bombs will pick first and then the girls will choose. Imani and Ray have a chat and Ray says that they haven't really talked today and he was waiting for her to come talk to him. He's being really standoffish toward her and Imani is trying to get him to talk about how he feels. He ITMs that he's annoyed but not at her. This conversation was uh, an error on Ray's part. I thought he handled this really poorly. Agreed. Mike then ITMs that Imani is great at the challenges, but he wonders if she is on the emotional level that Justine is at. This is quite the comment. Mm -hmm. And he says that right now it's a decision between his head and his heart. Courtney says that she's considering both Kira and Callum, but also Johnny, but she's wondering if he's too serious about the games. During the recoupling, Carrington picks Kira, Mike picks Imani, and Courtney picks Johnny. And Jess to this says that he was calculated the whole time and she knew it. Yep. We are left on that bit of a cliffhanger and then we move into episode 12. So we're in the middle of the recoupling. Justine picks Jack. Sally picks Aol. Liberty picks Callum. Liberty made like a great speech during this. Talked a lot about like their friendship and how good of a partnership they have. I loved it. Mm -hmm. And Jess picks Ray. She... Fully calls out Johnny during this. She calls him a fucking snake. She says that she is going. She's I basically took this as she's coming for his head. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to get you the fuck out of this villa if it's the last thing I do. Right. Well, she goes, I want to couple up with this boy because I would rather be coupled with a friend than a fucking snake. And then she goes, fuck you, Johnny. (laughs) She went off on him. I loved it. I did too. It was so good. (sighs) Oh, yeah. I get it. I would have wanted to do the exact same thing. I mean, Um, but the thing that's annoying is it's like, Jess, honey, I know that there's not, like, a ton of options, and it's not like she had somebody she, she, she could go to instead of Johnny, but, like, you knew this. Listen to your yeah. gut, baby girl. Like, you right. knew this. Does he deserve it? it? Yes, 
she did. She knew. She knew. She knew. Yeah. She knew. Does he deserve being called out in this way? Absolutely. And I loved it. But also, like, yeah, you got to stop getting yourselves into these situations where you're relying on people that you don't actually trust and for good reason. Right. No, exactly. So the recoupling ends and Johnny wonders out loud if anyone has been cussed out like that during a recoupling before. I think he's correct. I don't think anyone has. Not that we've seen. Yeah. Not that yeah. I can remember. Not Yeah. So post recoupling fallout, we see Sally comforting Jess. Jess is crying and she says that she feels like a placeholder. Yeah, and Sally, and it's this moment where I realize that Sally and Jess look exactly the same, and yes. that Johnny has a type. Oh, yes. Even Aurelia, and also that baby mama. Oh my god, dude! I know. they all have the same dark hair, dark eyes, dark features. Yeah, even them. Courtney, kind of. Even Courtney, yeah, her hair is lighter, but like still, this dude has a fucking type. Yes. <laughs> no, I've I've it's- definitely been thinking about the similarities physically between Jess and Sally. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so we see Johnny and Courtney chatting, <laughs> and he's like doing damage control he's like i don't want to have you develop an opinion about me because of the recoupling and courtney is like (laughs) i thought it was funny (laughs) such a good impression of her (laughs) (laughs) i can't with the laugh yeah. Her her voice is really grating to me. It's so funny because she definitely speaks a little bit more quote unquote normally at times, but Right. We didn't even mention this, but when she came in and they were all talking together around the fire pit, Jess was like hysterically laughing and Courtney kept being yeah. like, ah, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> and Jess was like, "You're just funny." <laughs> and it's like definitely her voice and yeah. mannerisms. A hundred percent. She's always just like, ah, like wide eyed and like looks like she's just like, there's a light shining in her eyes at all times. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Mike and Imani chat and he says that she has a lot of layers. He thinks that she's really cool. And she says that she has a good connection with Ray, but they're open. Again, this is such an error. Yeah. Mike is like, I don't care about Ray. And Imani ITMs that Mike is not genuine. And she thinks that he picked her because of the challenges. I just think that she needed to be more clear with him uh, about that from the beginning. I agree. Jack and Ray chat. Ray is pissed. Ray feels like Imani must have been giving Mike something romantically. Otherwise, he wouldn't have picked her or at least saying she's open, which she was. Jack is like, just sleep on it. Imani comes over and wants to talk to Ray and he says, not now. And then in the makeup room, we see Imani crying and feeling really upset that Ray didn't want to talk to her. Kira's like, you've just hit a rough spot. It's going to be okay. And Imani shares that she really wants to fix things with her and Ray. And then Courtney gets a text. One of the new bombs is going on a date with their new partner. And the three of them have to decide. So we see Carrington say, I'm going to let the lady go first. Mm -hmm. And Courtney, of course, chooses Johnny to go on a date. 
this date so they go into this like little jungle forest thing it's raining we haven't talked about this it's still always raining because they're in fiji Mm -hmm. in the winter time Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's fucking raining constantly but anyway johnny makes this speech to courtney and I just felt like the dynamic between them was really weird. Mm-hmm. To me, it felt very like <clears throat> daddy child vibes. I mean, he is preparing to become a father. Oh my God. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Great point. Uh, no, I I don't know why. I just felt like he like he was speaking to her in like, I, I I guess it was condescending, but like not overtly there. But there was like this level of like a power dynamic that I was like picking up on that because like I cannot actually formulate. I towards. think that what it is is that Johnny is in this villa to win. He obviously yeah. wants to win and to get fucked. And he yeah. doesn't want to fuck Jess. And so yeah. anyone that he's like looking at he is looking them up and down with this like do i want to fuck you and are you also good enough to get me to the end of this competition and i think that it makes all of his interactions a little bit hard to watch also given the context that we now have about johnny's impending fatherhood and assuming (laughs) that he knew this I mean, right. God, oh, I can't fucking wait to see what comes out about this, if anything. But oh my God, I know, same. It just, it makes it, everything that he's doing in this game very hard to believe. Any genuine thing that he's trying to do in this game, very hard to believe. I think the only genuine thing he's doing is following his dick. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, That's and he says as much. He he's like, nobody in here has turned me on. Like, I want to fuck you. Mm-hmm. Literally. Well, he gets to it pretty much. So anyway, Courtney and Johnny talk about their exes. Courtney says that she dated a girl at age 21. And then a couple years later, she dated this guy. Those are both the people that she was in love with. Uh, Johnny says that his ex was three years ago. It was Selly. Courtney's like, oh, my God, I love her. Says, oh, I love her. <laughs> Courtney has veneers, right? Yes. Okay, great. That's it seemed obvious. Do you remember on her like, season when like the photo of her pre yes. everything came out? She looks like a different person. A totally different person. Yeah. I Courtney, I would like to do a case study on Courtney. Okay. I'm in. I I just feel like Courtney is this person who is so deeply insecure about the way that she looks and the way that she is perceived and then did all of this cosmetic surgery in order to make herself quote unquote hot and then gets all of this like male and female attention because of it. And it is like the only thing in her life that she gets like any validation from, but I know it's empty. I know that it's not enough, but it also is how she now makes her money. Oh, I know. It's so fucked. Yeah. Ugh. I don't know. You know what's interesting like is like <laughs> there's always been this timeline on 
like models and actresses and like that you can make a lot of money when you're like young and hot and then it becomes a lot harder to be on that industry once you get older and I'm very curious to see what that timeline is going to look like for influencers because yeah I could see it being different just because they are very much selling to like a millennial gen z demographic even Mm -hmm. what's before millennial gen y gen x gen x gen y is after gen z anyway regardless i feel like it's possible that the we're gen y millennials are gen y oh yeah i feel like it's possible that the influencer generation could age and continue thriving promoting because like we're the target and we're gonna be aging with them right right anyway no that's that's actually a really good point i i have a lot of thoughts about influencer culture as well at that and like what the future is going to look like with that it's a great point though yeah okay I I will go on a tangent if we keep talking about it, so I'll move on. So, okay, Courtney and Johnny then make out. He keeps calling her baby. He says he's turned on by her. Ugh. And he literally just wants to fuck her. I think at one point we see him trying to cover up a boner. Oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah. So then back at the villa in the makeup room, the girls talk about Johnny. Sally feels like she should have warned Jess. She just wanted everyone to get to know him on their own terms. And the girls commend Jess for going off on him. Before bed, Jess is gunning to get Johnny out of the villa. There's a cute moment where Jess is like sitting in the corner and she's like, I'm upset. And Sally's like, it's okay, baby girl. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if this was that moment. Oh, oh, oh. She's like, what are you upset about? Nothing again? Oh, that's okay. But like not in a condescending way at all. She's just like, like so like understanding and loving. She's like, you're just like feeling it again. Oh, yeah. I get you. <laughs> it was really cute. I love it. And Jess just sitting too. there like, I'm upset. I don't know why. Yeah. I was like, God, I've been there. <laughs> yep. Callum tells the boys that Johnny fucked up and the guys agree. In the morning, Imani and Ray have a chat. Ray says he just needed the night to clear his mind. He felt frustrated because he questioned what they had together and he feels like they are on two different pages romantically. Ayal then gets a text. The next challenge is gone in a heartbeat. The mm-hmm. heart rate challenge. I was so excited to see this. The games version of the heart rate challenge. <laughs> That's a great video. <laughs> the winning couple is the power couple and the bottom couples will be vulnerable. The Islanders then break off to discuss their strategy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So this is so funny because you started the challenge with a Callum quote. I also wrote down a Callum quote, but a different Callum quote also about Liberty's boobs. I probably I I, I wrote that one down, too. Don't worry. I got all the quotes. Oh, yep. You did. (laughs) (laughs) I died. So (laughs) Callum starts by saying, I hope Liberty literally fucking motorboats you all. Uh, I laughed. I was like, ha, 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 ha. I like fully laughed out loud. <laughs> I had that moment in a second. Was the so second funny. Quote. We see Johnny and Courtney go first. She's a maid, and I don't know what he is. He's like a circus ringmaster. I do feel like they could have done a better job of at least having the couples 
wear like coordinated outfits. Coordinated outfits. Like, why do we have a circus ringmaster and a maid? I don't know. Like, would they just? I, I feel like they're just using old costumes that they had. Yeah, probably. Honestly, yeah. We see Courtney grinding on Johnny's face. Johnny throws off his hat and it hits Sally. I do believe that that was unintentional, but it's funny. I agree. Yeah. Liv and Cal are having trouble keeping their heart rates down. And then... Um, I saw a funny joke online that said that Courtney probably gave Johnny pink eye. (laughs) (laughs) From the way that she was grinding on him. (laughs) She had her crotch in everyone's face. <laughs> okay. Let's just say this now. <laughs> there might as well have been penetration. I know, right? This entire challenge was an orgy. I have never seen any fucking thing like this on any show. I know. It was so competitive. I think I did like it more, honestly. I loved how competitive it was. Yeah. And there was none of the, like, bullshit fucking – oh, my God. What were their names? I can't even remember their names. Um, Carmen and Kenzo. Like, oh, yeah. If you are, like, a girl with morals that, like, I would want to be with, you wouldn't, like, do that uh-huh. to other guys. Like, none of yeah. that bullshit. That was all – None of it. Not even a thought in a single one of their minds. It was, like, we're – fucking at all of balls us. to the wall everyone right. is yeah basically just gonna fuck now <laughs> <laughs> yeah no exactly it, it was, was insane mara it was insane it I was insane i loved it i know it was great oh so we see liberty and callum go now <laughs> they're a sailor and a devil maybe yeah liberty goes off callum goes off he, this is the the Callum quote that I wrote down. He looks at her boobs and goes, no, those are what I call calcium cannons. <laughs> <laughs> calcium <laughs> cannons. <laughs> what a name for boobs. <laughs> what a name. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> the thing is, he is stupid, but then he has these moments of like, how can you be so funny when you're stupid? Like, it takes intelligence to be hilarious. A hundred percent. But in Unseen Bits this week, he has a whole spiel about how he thinks that the moon is just the sun at night. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Which, by the oh way, I God. did see a clip from Australia with a girl being like... The moon is yes. how much bigger than the earth do you think the moon is? <laughs> okay, wait, I'm so glad you brought this up because I also need to talk about this. Yeah. No, this girl Abby, her and this guy Reed get into this argument where they're like talking about the moon and he's like, Yeah, she's like, it's so big. And he's like, Yeah, it's big or whatever. And she's like, Well, you know, it's because the moon is bigger than the earth. And he was like, Ah, pretty sure that's not true and she's like no it has to be otherwise why would it look so big even though it's so far away right even though it's so far away and he was like i'm that's not right (laughs) he he was like he was like that's wrong like fully that's incorrect and then she does like an itm she's like i just it has to be bigger than the earth right (laughs) i was like it made it almost made me question myself (laughs) I was well, like, is it? Callum did not make me question myself. 
That's really funny. At the end of Lib and Cal's turn, her lipstick is just like smeared all over her face from everywhere. Again, making out with every single person there. Yeah. Yeah. We then see Imani and Mike go. She is a cowgirl. He's dressed up as like an army dude. Imani is crawling. Jack is like, Imani's eye contact was crazy. Ayal calls Imani a snake dancer. (laughs) The way she was shaking her ass was like very like hypnotic. Yeah. (laughs) And she gives everyone a dance except for Ray. So normally what we see in this challenge is that people will like save the person that they want to be most special for the end. Right. And kind of like pretend like they're not going to go to them and then give them an amazing show at the end. I thought it was a huge error that Imani skipped Ray. I completely agree. She should not have skipped him. She should not have skipped him. We see Carrington and Kira go. She is grinding on him. And then they both are making out with Justine. They were like double teaming her. <laughs> <laughs> like literally. I feel like we're recapping a porno. I know. Me too. Like we. I know. Actually, that's literally what we're doing. <laughs> Just so you know, this is what our lives are. This is porn. <laughs> this is porn. Imagine actually recapping a porno. <laughs> Should we Hit start up a second podcast? If you want us to. <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> she's got the... She's got the pussy. <laughs> I was trying to think of a, a rhyme. She's got the smack. She's got the smack. <laughs> I like that. She's got the pussy works too. Oh my I gosh. <laughs> we see Sally and Ayal now. She is going after Johnny. They're both just like making out with a ton of people, which is definitely smart. Ayal yeah. is like, he's a handyman, I think, and he has tools. And so he's like walking around and like putting these like toys oh, yeah. in like the boys' mouths and then making out <laughs> with their partners. Girls. I was like, oh, oh my God. Like, oh my, it was like so kinky, but so well done. (laughs) Yeah, it was great. I loved it. Uh, It was also like recapping, like writing the notes for this was difficult because it was like so much was happening at once. Yeah, totally. It was like pure chaos. Um, Justine and Jack go next. They're a bride and a king. Justine is like twerking on Callum. Jack is picking people up. They are all making out with everyone. (laughs) And then Jess and Ray go last. They're a lifeguard and an elf, which was really funny. Uh, (laughs) He's got these, like, tiny little green, like, metallic pants. I do have to agree with you that these just had to be the costumes that they happened to have on hand. Right. They're They're so random. Oh, right. Like, that back corner of the storage shed we do right. have those old costumes. Like, what? Right. These are all the ones that didn't get used during Love Island USA's most recent Probably. season. Probably. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, Ray is kissing people. Jess is grinding on people. They don't really go super hard, but it was good. Imani then gets a text. The new power couple is Liberty and Callum. I am screaming. Everyone was genuinely happy for them, too. Mm. 
Everyone was until like, yeah, they knew the power it. they got. That's true. Then they were fucking pissed. But yeah. yeah, up until then, they were very excited for them. Courtney then gets a text. The three vulnerable couples are Justine and Jack, Jess and Ray, and Kira and Carrington. Only one boy and one girl will be going home, and the safe islanders will decide who to send home. The boys choose a boy to dump, and the girls choose a girl. And then we move into episode 13. The boys and girls discuss who should go. Johnny refuses to send home Ray. Al says he refuses to send home Jack. Courtney suggests Kira because she's a strong competitor, and the girls just discuss Jess's lack of a connection. Callum brings up sending home Carrington because Jack and Ray both have romantic connections. Always a good reason to keep somebody if you're wanting them there. The boys decide to send home Carrington and the girls decide to send home Kira. The Islanders then say goodbye. Short-lived for Carrington and Kira. Very. Well, Carrington specifically. Kira definitely made her mark on the season. Imani and Mike then have a chat. Mike says that Ray and Imani have a really strong connection. And it doesn't really make sense for them to force something. So they decide to just call it. Yeah. We see a chat between Liberty and Callum. They're talking about how excited they are to have won the challenge. And then Liberty gets a text. And before she even (laughs) reads it, everyone is dying. Everyone's like, oh, my God, it's the hideaway. (laughs) They're like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. (laughs) Of course it is. It's the hideaway. Sally ITMs. I want Wattpad to have a field day with that. Do you know what that means? No. Okay. I was dying. Wattpad is like for like fan fiction, like people who want to like publish their own fan fiction. I did at one point read an entire series of Harry Styles fan fiction on Wattpad. Oh, wow. (laughs) Wattpad? That's what it's called? Yeah. Okay. Wow. The girls help Liberty get ready. They tell her that she should consider being friends with benefits. You say they imply. They straight up say that to her. And she's like, I know they just said it. I wanted this to happen so bad. I didn't think that it was going to happen. I didn't think that they were going to be romantic with each other because I just have never thought that Callum has been into Liberty. But I think that this is the beginning of the end of what could have been a winning couple. And we'll discuss it as we get a little bit further into the hideaway and the decisions they make. Okay. I feel like if they had had like a friends to lovers storyline, I think everyone would have died for that. I think that that would have been a a good strategy. I just never saw that happening. Callum is too genuine of a player. He's so obvious when he's into someone and when he's not. I know. But why? If he likes Deb, why didn't he like Liberty? Deb is not curvy. Uh, okay. You know that's it. I know that that's it, but I'm annoyed. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> we'll never have a chance with Callum. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I want to be his best friend. I want to be don't his best go, friend. Callum, please I don't want to go anywhere near. Callum. Anywhere near that. Please come on the podcast. I love you so <laughs> much. <laughs> he is like the poster child for ADHD. <laughs> like, I have, like, <sighs> if someone is, like, acts as if they're driven by a motor, that is Callum. I love him. I know. I love him, too. He's a gift to this world he's such a gift he's been trying to do more stuff on social media too i don't know if you've seen any of it 
But it's like, I think people are in his DMs like, you need to do more shit online. You need to do more influencing. Or he has a PR person who's saying that. Also true. Also true. But he's been posting these like chaotic like stories where he's just like screaming into this into his camera and then like people behind him are like ah! <laughs> like literally that's like every single story i've seen from him recently <laughs> they're they're up right now i i, I saw some this morning <laughs> oh it literally just says chaos yeah Callum, we love you. Please Ugh. come on our podcast. Please come on our please podcast and come on every generation of the show. Any single season of any franchise of Love Island without Callum moving forward will be a disappointment. I honestly, she agree. might be the my favorite player of all time. I think same. Like he might beat Morgan's for me. <laughs> Maybe I should rewatch season five before I make that claim. But oh, no, because we have so uh, many other seasons to rewatch that are less. Fresh she's in really our mind. fucking funny. I mean, that's that's the joy of her as well. But she is really funny. But she like immediately became, she immediately elevated beyond the show. Uh-huh. Callum has and will not. Correct. Therefore, I want him in it forever, <laughs> forever, forever. <laughs> forever. Forever, every season. Oh my god, I can't. Where were we? <laughs> oh, right. We're just literally talking about the hideaway. Okay, yeah. so <laughs> the boys are like, "You should put on these little pants." And Callum is like, "If I go in that with that mentality, oh, you're stirring the pot." And then in the hideaway, of course, they get a text, and they are told that they have the power to mix up all of the couples for the challenge tomorrow and we see them kind of putting pieces with each islander's face together to determine what couples they want to make prior in the night we saw lib say something to callum like should we just do this like should we just ride this out and be a friendship couple and like kill it and go all the way and then we don't really yeah. see the conclusion of that conversation because i think that's when they get the text or at least that's how it's edited and right. this is where I am really bummed. I mean, I'm glad that Callum is still around. We'll get into it. But I think that Callum was never going to be down for that plan. And it makes me sad for Liberty. And they mm-hmm. needed to have like an actual better conversation about this. Because obviously what they end up doing with these recouplings is fucking psychotic. Yeah, I did not get it. I, didn't I would have thought either. that they would have stuck together. I, I was not have. expecting them they should to recouple. Have. That yeah. was really, really stupid. Yeah. So stupid. <sighs> anyway, we see a chat outside of the hideaway between Imani and Ray. She shares that she was super upset with how things were left between them the other day. And Ray does apologize for how he communicated to her He says he really cares about her and didn't mean to take it out on her. And Imani wants to be exclusive with Ray when they recouple. And he agrees. And then in the morning, we see 
Liberty and Callum agree that they are going to keep their text a secret. And they're, he's like, they're going to be coming at us. They're going to ask. They're going to know we got a text when we can't crack. And then we see this <laughs> scene where the other guys are saying to Callum, well, did you get a text on the hideaway? And he's like, no. And he ITMs about what an amazing actor he is. But I'm like, when you're a good liar, you don't repeat the lie like five times. Yeah. He's like, a text? No, we were expecting it too. We didn't get a text. We didn't get a text. <laughs> no. I mean, you know, it's, it could still happen today. Like maybe we'll get a text today. I definitely didn't get a text last night. <laughs> we didn't get a text. We didn't get a text. <laughs> I don't think any of them That's a great him. point. Yeah. That's a really good point. Mara Higgins then comes in with Kim. Yep. Satinay from season three. Of course, who won the show with Amber. Yes, love. They have the most iconic journey of Casa Morin coming back together of all time. Yeah, they do. That was also a crazy Casa because if you came back single, then you had to go home. Yes, if you came back single and your partner was recoupled, you had to go home. Amber was going to come back single and then they got a video or uh, some sort of notice Mm -hmm. of what was going on in the boys' villa. She saw that Kem was hooking up with another girl so she came back recoupled that was the only thing that saved her from being dumped and then they both left yep. their casa bonds and got back together yeah and one wild yeah it was great callum then reveals that they did get a text and they then reveal who they coupled up with who imani is going to be coupled up with ayal Sally is going to be coupled up with ray jess is coupled with mike courtney is coupled with johnny justine is coupled with callum Liberty is coupled with Jack. And this was so stupid. I will say some of their logic was accurate in that, like, Jack and Justine having such a strong connection is what saved Callum. But it did not save Liberty, ultimately. That, I guess was their logic but they needed to know that there was the option for them to be dumped individually not as couples right and this is what i would have done if i were them ready i i created an alternate universe better (laughs) strategy they should have stayed together they should have had liberty and callum as a couple they should have had selly and johnny together i'm sorry i know that's fucked up but they should have done it If they're trying to create chaos and they're trying to have couples not work well together, they should have put Sally and Johnny together. Sally would have spiraled. I think they should have put Courtney and Jack together because I genuinely do not think that either of them could understand a single word that the other one was saying. Oh, wow. That's such a good point. (laughs) Courtney and Jack. Wow. And then I would have kept Mike and Jess and Ayal and Imani and that would have left Justine and Ray. Yep. Justine and Ray probably would have done well, but I know, I know. That's the only yeah. pieces that I couldn't fully piece together. Mm-hmm. But I think that that would have been best for the most chaos with yep. other couples. I agree. I agree. I think that's a solid uh, adjustment to have made. So, anyway. So, going into the challenge, there are going to be three head to head rounds Selly and Ray versus Jess and Mike, Imani and Ayal versus Liberty and Jack. Courtney and Johnny versus Justine and Callum. The losing couple in each round is at risk of leaving the villa. Mm -hmm. So the challenge is called She's a Catch. Islanders are dressed up as sailors and mermaids. The boys have to stack gold bars onto a treasure island map table. What? This is the strangest fucking challenge Uh, ever. (laughs) 
It was bizarre. <laughs> Did you think I was shaking my head like you were t- explaining it wrong? Yes. Just hearing it again, I'm like, why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the, the boys stack gold bars onto a, a map, t- a table, basically. The girls go up a hill, like up a ramp that's also slippery, and their legs are basically tied together because they're mermaids. Yeah. It's not only slippery, but like covered in seaweed or something that's intended to mimic seaweed and apparently smells like shit. Yeah, right. So they go up and down this ramp to collect these gold bars that have different words on them. The bars have to be stacked in order based off of a list that they get. The boys have to then walk a plank attempting to keep the bars of gold upright. And if the bars fall over, they have to start over. The couple with the highest stack wins. It seemed like an impossible task on both ends. Truly. Like getting up the hill was seemed difficult and then walking across the plank back and forth with that. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Rope. It was so finicky. I don't know how anyone did any of it. Yeah. I think it was just intended for them to, like, mess up a lot and have to start over and get frustrated. Yeah, fair. Which happened. So, so, right. Yes, definitely. So, Sally and Ray versus Jess and Mike are first. Sally is really struggling to get up the ramp. Mike drops their first bar. Ray and Sally then lose two blocks. Mike loses his one block. Sally and Ray end up winning the first round. Imani and Ayal go now versus Liberty and Jack. Ayal and Imani have two stacked. Ayal, you said, asks for another word for ass. I have this exact quote written down because I feel like he screamed it like 20 times. Another word for ass, Imani. Other word for ass. (laughs) (laughs) I might even like put a clip of it in here. Other words for ass. Other words for ass, Imani. Other words for ass. Another word for ass. Anyway, when Ayal is screaming another word for ass... Imani gives him Fanny, and he's like, no, that's not right. Fanny's are vagina, and they argue. Fanny, nah, that's not another word that for ass. That is the word for ass. Fanny. Not ass. No? Fanny's a vagina. Is Fanny ass in America? Yes, it is. Oh, it is. Go on, that works. No, I didn't know that. Imani is like, I'm 100% sure. I'm 100%. Ayal yeah. ends up dropping two bars. Jack and Liberty have two. They're even. Ayal and Imani now have three, and Liberty just misses it, so Ayal and Imani win. Liberty has fucked herself over or been complicit in her own fucking of her own self over. Yep. We now see Courtney and Johnny versus Justine and Callum. They start off pretty equal and then Johnny loses one block. Johnny then loses another block. Callum has three blocks. So it is now three to one. And then Mm -hmm. it's three to two. And Callum decides to be greedy and try to go and get a fourth block instead of just holding strong with his three. And he loses two blocks. So it's now two to two. Johnny and Courtney have three blocks now. One minute left. Johnny goes for a fourth (laughs) block. Callum has three. Callum loses two blocks. Courtney and Johnny win. Callum has fucked himself over. 
I know. That was really disappointing to see. Very disappointing to see Liberty and Callum in the bottom. I know. I started panicking at this point. Yeah. (laughs) The Islanders now discuss who is vulnerable. Jack and Justine chat. Jack is pissed off because of losing and because of the recoupling situation. Callum and Liberty chat. They discuss how upset Jack is. And Callum explains their strategy of coupling up with people who were in strong romantic connections. He says that he suspects people will vote off Jess and Mike, and Mike and Jess are also pissed at Liberty and Callum. We're moving into episode 14 now. We see Jack talking to Callum. He doesn't understand why Callum said that they just wanted to make it fair. He's like, you had all the power and you wanted to just make it even? Like, you should have used that power to actually, like do something good and get out someone strong to me callum saying he wanted to make it fair was more just like an excuse i don't think he actually wanted to make it fair no i think that jack was kind of talking about how like for example with jess they paired her with mike they were talking about like who could we put jess with who's like a strong competitor because they feel like she's Uh. not and so they wanted to like kind of neutralize those bigger threats in that way got it got it got it got it okay Callum says he's not taking any responsibility for Jack being vulnerable. (laughs) (laughs) And we now find out that we have six bombs entering the villa. It's too many. Yeah, this is where it got totally out of hand for me. Yeah. So we have Tina from Love Island, Australia. Zita from Love Island, US. Mitch from Love Island, Australia. Scott from My Nightmares. (laughs) The show got literally, like, literally worse for me the moment that Scott was on the screen again. <laughs> Maybe it's the six coming in at once. I really think it's Scott. Like, I don't <laughs> – I want him gone. I'm over it. He brings down the vibe. He brings down the vibe so, yeah. so hard. Yeah. Deb from Love Island US and Aurelia from Love Island Germany. We see Callum and Mitch have a huge hug. So excited to see each other. The Islanders are meeting and mingling with the new bombs. They start by kissing their top three, of course. We see Deb kiss Callum, Jack, and Mike. Scott kisses Sally, Imani, and Courtney. Was surprised to see him kiss Imani. He knows her. He went on a date with her. (gasps) Oh my god, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Why? Weird. Yeah. Zita kisses Mike, Callum, and Jack. Aurelia kisses Jack, Johnny, and Mike. Mitch kisses Sally, Justine, and Liberty. And then Tina tells everyone that Mitch is her ex, and she kisses Jack, Mike, and Scott. Callum then pulls Deb. He tells her that everyone was telling him that she's his type, and... Deb says that she's good at sports without balls. (laughs) (laughs) Maya Jamma then enters the villa. The vulnerable couples join her at the front of the fire pit. One couple has the chance to be saved, leaving two couples vulnerable. The safe couples have to decide who to save. See, this is where I'm like, why did they bring in the bombs when they did? Like, it is so bizarre for them to be here for this. Agreed. Like, they're not participating in any kind of way. No. Like, they don't... They don't, like, vote. They don't, like, have the opportunity to save anybody. For a second, I almost thought that they, like, weren't even there until the next day or something. Like, yeah. it, it just watered down the storyline. I 
Agree completely, yeah. So the safe couples have to decide who to save. They try to figure out what to do. Johnny is under the impression that Callum did him a favor by keeping him with Courtney. That was confusing. But Sally says she wants to save Justine. Ayal says he wants to save Jack. Imani wants to save Liberty. They all take a vote. Ayal shares that they are saving Callum and Justine. Callum is experiencing guilt. He's like, I feel like this is my fault. I feel like I fucked up. <laughs> and <clears throat> so many new Jack- feelings for Callum this season. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Jack and Liberty and Mike and Jess are going to have to duel to decide who goes home. Maya reveals, though, that Mike and Jack will go head to head and Liberty and Jess will be going head to head. Jack, Ayal, Callum, and Mike then have a chat. Jack and Mike say it is what it is. Jack says we need to embrace it. We don't come here for the easy route. The girls have a chat. Jess complains that she's been in all the duels. And Justine thanks everyone for saving her. Liberty apologizes for the way that things ended up. We then see Jack tell Justine that he's going to go into this duel and take his head off. (laughs) Mike's? Yes. (laughs) Take Mike's head (laughs) off. Jack comforts Justine. He's like, it's all going to work out. Don't worry. In the morning now, everyone is stressed about the duel. Jack gets up early to get his head in the game. Callum makes Deb a coffee. I love this romantic Mm -hmm. storyline for Callum. I do have to say, like, their energies, and I don't think I thought of them together before the season, but it does make a lot of sense. Totally agree. Yes. Like, if... Callum is not on every single season of Love Island moving forward. My guess is it's because him and Deb are like legit soulmates and they're just going to be together now. (laughs) Oh, my God. We'll see about that. (laughs) We see a chat between Aurelia and Johnny. She says that she's been single for two years. They both talk about how much they go to the gym. She says that Johnny has an old soul. I said, girl, reset those crystals, please. <laughs> they need to be charged. In the yeah, light of a put full them moon, out in the moon. Because they'd be wonky. Right. Get it together. <laughs> Johnny tells her that he's super into Courtney. And Johnny ITMs that he's not sure if he should pursue Aurelia. He's like, oh, my dick is saying yes. Yeah. But my head is saying no, but I, my dick is saying yes. Yeah. He's like, your ass can't quit. But I don't know if I should go for it. (laughs) Callum and Liberty train. He has her do sit-ups. He's throwing a ball at her stomach and makes her say things that she doesn't like about Jess. (laughs) (laughs) This is funny. Johnny and Mike chat. Mike says he's nervous. Johnny is like, don't think about the people watching or what Jack is going to do. Jack and Justine chat. And he's like, I am not going to go out like this. Yeah. Mitch and Liberty then flirt a little bit. He says he hopes that she wins today. Zeta tells Mike that she's rooting for him. Jack and Liberty try to amp each other up. Justine tells Sally that it's been nice to have a connection with a good guy and that she sees something with Jack. And this music that they're playing in the background during this is like really manipulative. It's I forget which song it was, but it was very like da 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 da, like, you know, leading Mm -hmm. up to this big moment. My Jamma then enters the villa. She says the winner of each duel will stay and each person will have two tags on each side of their belt and they have to rip one off of the other Islander, but they will both be blindfolded and wearing bells all over their body. Yeah. This was like hunting. It was crazy. 
It was fucking crazy. I was like, this feels like a Squid Games game or something like that. <laughs> Is this a Squid Games game? No. But it feels like if that, right? If it was right? a Squid Games game, then the loser would they be would dead. Die. <laughs> yeah. I know. But I was like, this is like a play. Maybe it's a play because, you know, death is nigh. I don't know. Anyway, the winner of three rounds wins. So the girls go first. Jess gets one of Liberty's. She wins round one. Jess then wins round two. Liberty wins round three. They both get a tag round four, but Jess gets it faster. So Liberty is going home. We see Jess cry and she says, I'm sorry to Liberty. The boys go next. Jack and Mike shit talk each other a little bit starting off. Jack wins round one. Mike wins round two. Jack and Mike start shit talking each other more. Mike says, Justine, say goodbye. I hate that. I hated that. Yeah. It's like, dude, I get that you want to stay there, but also, like, that's fucked up because, like, they have a legit connection and you don't. Like, what are you staying there for? You're not going to go any further in this season. I'm not saying he should forfeit, but, like, he didn't need to be super, like, aggro and mean about it. Yeah. I think Jack got in his head, which was his, I'm sure, his intention. Yeah. But Jack then wins round three and then wins round four. Justine runs onto the mat to hug him. Mike goes home. He's crying. Did, was he? I missed that. Yeah, he was crying a little bit. He I like not bends like over at all this season. Mm-mm. I couldn't really remember him from his first season either. Same, but I specifically did not like him. Yeah, on this season, I wasn't. No, nor did I. So Callum then pulls Liberty off before she leaves, and they talk about being great partners together. And I just loved seeing this like strong platonic friendship between men and women. Yeah. That was very sweet. Uh, a moment of silence for Callum and Liberty. I hope that they remain friends. I definitely think they will. It was a beautiful thing that they did together while it lasted. I agree. We are now moving into episode 15. We see Jack and Justine chat about the duel and Justine ITMs that she did not expect this connection with him. We see Scott and Courtney chat, and she shares that she doesn't have a type. Scott says that he's looking for someone who can give it back. Yeah, Scott wants someone to talk down to him. We're happy to talk to him about that. (laughs) Actually, if you just listen back through our (laughs) catalog of episodes, you should be very pleased if that's what you're looking for. Courtney talks a little bit about her season. We see Mitch and Zeta chat now, and they discuss how serious it felt coming in. She compares it to D&D. I did not note this, but of course you did. Yeah, she. I, I was just like, as a girl who plays D&D, it's the most unserious game in the world. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> but I liked that she compared it to D&D. It made me think, has she played before? Mm. Interesting. I mean, I don't know why she would bring that up if she hadn't. Yeah, maybe. Maybe she saw the movie. Oh, maybe. There was a D&D movie? movie? Yes. It was actually good. Dang. It was. It had Chris Pine in it. Wow. It had uh, that hot guy from Bridgerton in it. Was it just called Dungeons and Dragons? Yeah. Oh, that's probably definitely what she's talking about, if I had to guess. Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> Mitch says that he is interested in Zeta. Mitch has such a goofy voice that it's hard for me to take him seriously. He does, yeah. They definitely talk about how, like, 
you know, oh, Zita's like, I would have kissed you, like, in my top three, but, like, we came in together. This is an unspoken rule that bonds mm-hmm. have to connect with and couple with more established players for their own sake. Right. We see Callum in dead chat. She has a bug and he's freaking out. <laughs> She ITMs that she laughs a lot with him. We see them kiss. I do think that he's actually really into her. I know. I do too. I like genuinely into her. Super here for it. Yeah. It's cute. It's cute because I never ever was into Deb and oh my God, what's his name? Jesse. Jesse. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. Definitely not. No, like we were so against them the whole season not against them but just like didn't think that they were a good match and Callum and Jesse are opposites and I'm like this is what Deb needs to sorry I'm sure you can hear the it's fine (laughs) I live between all the major hospitals in Denver and I have the door cracked so just a little Ah. taste of the city life for you out there (laughs) (laughs) don't track me down anyway It's just nice to see Deb with somebody that, like, I genuinely think is a good match for her and that I'm so obsessed with. Like, I am happy and I wish that we had more of the season to see their storyline play out. I know. Me too. We see Johnny and Aurelia in soul ties. He's like, I've been thinking about our conversational day. I Before the season, we talked about being a little bit worried about her English and I do think it's not great. Yeah. However... She has done the exact right thing, which is find the person who just wants to fuck her and help so her true. around. Yeah. She's barely talked. No, that in these conversations, she's like, I've been thinking about you all day. She's like, I've been thinking about you all day. She just repeats everything. Or she'll be like, me too. She just repeats everything that he says to her. I know. And he is eating it out of the fucking palm of her hand her mm-hmm. chemistry game might be the best of anyone's this entire season definitely yes and it is yeah. a targeted chemistry game at the exact person who's gonna fall for it definitely they hold hands he gets her to lay down with him on the daybed. She's like, our souls have been connected before. I can't with her oh saying God. this in soul ties. I know, right? <laughs> Do you think that's why she got that idea? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> like, yeah. She should have, like, I wouldn't have been surprised for her to say, like, our souls are tied. Like, right. <laughs> Johnny kisses <In> her. <laughs> I wanted to mention that on Astrology Island, she did a compatibility thing with all the Islanders on games, and Johnny was compatible with so many people. Huh. I know. And I was I, that's clearly coming out to play here. Interesting. I want to know what it is in his chart that makes him so compatible with everybody. I think that's the more interesting thing. Maybe just that, like, his stars are ruled by his penis maybe and so (laughs) he's compatible with anything he can put his penis in (laughs) yeah not johnny's biggest fan if you can't tell oh no fuck johnny (laughs) (laughs) before bed we see 
Callum telling Jack that Deb is so much like him and he probably won't win the challenges with her, but he's going for it. I don't really get this because I feel like at this point in the season, have they not realized that the challenges are not all just about like physical strength? Right. I I mean, they must know that by now. Apparently not, though. Yeah. We see Johnny pull Aurelia to the side and kiss her again. Jack walks by and sees it. And then he like just kind of keeps walking. And then once he's out of their eyesight, he stops and goes. (laughs) Yeah. He just hands it to his mouth like, ah. That was really funny. I love him. (laughs) I didn't expect this coming in. I know, right? Johnny is definitely a man who has cheated before, and it's so obvious. Yeah. Well, isn't that partially what Sally was claiming in the diss track? Oh, maybe, yeah. I mean, yeah. I actually don't remember. He's definitely a serial cheater. He lives for the uh, conquest. Yeah, the conquest, the secretiveness of it. Yeah. You can just tell. That's I had this feeling the whole time, like, he's going to fuck Aurelia and then be over it. Yeah. Or, like, as soon as they are coupled and actually able to, like, be together in public, he's going to be over it. Yeah, 100%. So it's then morning in the villa, and Aurelia tells Imani and Jess that they, she and Johnny kissed. She says that she's holding back because she doesn't want to hurt Courtney, but she feels energy with Johnny. Johnny and Aurelia then chat, and she asks if he's talked to Courtney yet. He says, no, but I need to tell her. Aurelia says that she's having mixed feelings about everything, and he says not to worry. It's all on him. Then they kiss again. Then we cut to the girls asking Courtney how she and Johnny are. She says they're good, but he's been a bit standoffish today. Trouble in paradise. Jess and Tina then pull Courtney for a chat. Jess tells Courtney that Johnny and Aurelia have been kissing. Courtney says he's just here for the games, and she says she knows what she wants to do now. Courtney then pulls Johnny. She tells him that she knows that he and Aurelia have been making out. She doesn't understand why he didn't just tell her. Courtney says that she noticed his energy change, and she's upset that he didn't respect her by telling her. He asks how she found out. She's like, it doesn't matter. That was good. Mm -hmm. She refuses to tell him. She calls him insecure and says that sneaking around gives small dick energy. Yes. Destroyed. Courtney <laughs> then is talking to Scott and Zeta about what happened with Johnny. She ITMs that she's going to explore other connections and she will not be going back to Johnny. Scott pulls her for a chat and says that he likes that she is sparkly. Yeah, weird. Jess then talks to Mitch Jess wants to couple with Scott, and she wants Mitch's help. So she wants for him to steal Courtney so that he she can go talk to Scott. They put this execute plan in action. Steal. They execute. Yeah. Exactly the word I was looking for. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Jess and Scott are chatting. She's like, we need to think strategically. So she's going at this from a, like, you should be with me for the game perspective Not Mm -hmm. sure how that's going to go for her. Actually, I am. Not well. Right. Mitch and Courtney are chatting, and he says that he wants to get to know her as well. And then Mitch gets a text. Tonight, there will be a recoupling, and the boys will pick who they want to couple up with. The girl not picked will be dumped immediately. The girls not picked will be dumped immediately. 
It is now nighttime. We see Tina briefly trying to make a play for Scott and Mitch to keep her so that the newest bombshells can be united as an alliance. This would have been a better call on their part because we see that they don't have the numbers they need in the next challenge to be safe. Right. Jess warns Aurelia about Johnny and Aurelia's like... I don't care. Right. (laughs) Basically. Our souls are tied. What else is she going to do? Right. (laughs) We see kind of a montage of people trying to make their last minute plays, questioning who they should pick. And then Deb gets a text. It is a wipe gotf. Will all Islanders (laughs) please gather around the fire pit? (laughs) Ayal makes a beautiful speech and chooses Sally. I officially buy them as a couple. I didn't Ditto. at first. Mm-hmm. Jack chooses Justine, of course. Ray chooses Imani, of course. Callum chooses Deb. I love them. Mitch chooses Zeta. Johnny chooses Aurelia. And the girls are all kind of scoffing at his speech. Scott chooses Courtney and she walks up to him, fully makes out with him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, that leaves Jess and Tina single, and they are going home. Sad we didn't get more of Tina. Yeah, they just should have had a longer season and brought these people in with more time to actually establish their places in the villa. Agreed. Agreed. So moving into episode 16, Jack and Justine have a chat and they agree that they want to make it to the final together. Justine says that Callum is probably her biggest competition. Mitch and Zeta then chat. She says that she didn't know that he was going to pick her and they both agree that they want to win. They also kiss. Mm -hmm. Scott and Courtney then chat. Scott says that Courtney is the most attractive person he's seen on Love Island (laughs) on his Love Island time, which is rude. Catherine, (laughs) anyone? My Scott fans out here, low blow to Catherine. (laughs) I just, I don't like him. I don't like anything about him. I know. I don't either. I don't get it. I'll never get it at all. People, people online are just like, oh, he's like so unserious. I'm like, I hate to disagree with you. Like, I think he's actually deeply serious. Right. I think he's deeply unemployed and homeless. (laughs) Villa hopping. Villa surfing. Villa surfing. Yes, I love it. He's like, I really need to be in a strong couple because I don't know where I'm going to live when I go home. I got to stay here as long as possible because I'm going to be out on the streets for you. Oh my God. By the way, love and respect houseless people and acknowledge that that is a very complicated and big issue and not in any way trying to make light of that but no this is all in jest yeah so ray then tells some of the guys that he wants to ask imani to be his girlfriend ray then pulls her and all the islanders go up onto the terrace outside of the makeup room he asks her about the outside world she says we have a good connection that she could see something long-term with him. And he says he wants to go into the real world with her, and he asks her to be his girlfriend. She says yes. We have everybody run out onto the balcony, and oh, 
scream. Yay. Yeah. And then at night in bed, everyone is hooking up. It looked like Scott was fully fingering Courtney. I said implied boning. I watched it and then rewound and watched again and was like, are they fucking Gabe? And he was like, yeah. Oh, shit. There was something. I, it might not have been full fucking, but like she had like a pleasure face and it was like a rhythmic motion. It was very rhythmic. The sheets. <laughs> I agree. They were doing something for sure. Wild. Yeah, very. It is the morning time now and we see Ayal and Johnny helping Ray to set up a picnic for Imani. I thought this was interesting. This was not our traditional order of events normally we would see like this surprise you know picnic or all of the boys kind of being in cahoots to get the girl to like this romantic situation for the ask but we had the ask last night I thought it was kind of fun I actually liked it that Ray did it Mm -hmm. backwards because he essentially ensured two scenes for himself and Imani that's true Johnny yeah, and Ayal discuss how much it sucks that not everyone is going to be able to make it to the final, and they talk about their alliances. This episode becomes so fascinating, so alliance heavy. So alliance heavy. The beginning of it, we're starting to see this like between Johnny and Ayal, like, okay, like, yeah, we got each other, right? Question for you. Yeah. Where did this come from? Why are Johnny and Ayal friends? I think because. Of the U.S. people's alliances. Yeah, but Johnny shouldn't necessarily really have an alliance with Justine and Sally, who are the I backbone know, but- of the U.S. alliance. So I've been occasionally watching clips of Sally and Justine have been, like, recapping every episode mm. on their YouTube. And Justine was basically explaining how originally they weren't sure if they could trust Johnny and that he, like, proved himself. I guess he saved her in some instance. And so they were like, okay, Johnny's on our team now. So, like, he had, like, gotten himself in with them. (sighs) Okay. Well, this is also the beginning of me really starting to wonder, what the fuck has Imani done wrong? And how have I not been seeing it up until this point that she has not been solidifying herself as a part of this alliance? Yeah. Yeah. Because she had the easiest in. She had the easiest in with them already being friends and close with Ray. Yeah. Being a U.S. player, I think my theory is that she was not on her original season long enough to really understand that even though this is a game and even though it is to some extent about your primary connection with the person you're partnered with, a huge part of this game is the friendship game. Mm-hmm. It is Friendship Island. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's not Friendship Island. We love you, Brendan and Sarah. <laughs> but it is kind of Friendship yeah. Island. This is Friendship Island for sure. She's not playing that game well, and that is the downfall of a very strong player. The other thing that I'm just kind of confused about with Imani is I remember us being so excited for her to be on the season and being like we didn't get to know her at all in Love Island US can't wait to actually get to know her and I don't feel like we've gotten to know her at all I know I actually kind of feel like I might not like Imani that much I agree oh it kills me to say that but like okay I can't answer your question apparently I I think I missed it I, I don't remember when this was 
But apparently, Imani, when Justine was like vulnerable at some point, Imani voted to not save her. Yes. And apparently that happened like multiple times. So Why don't I think I remember that just, this happening multiple times. I know. I I know. I can't I like literally can't recall. I know it happened once for sure. It's so hard for me to tell if Imani was just fucked because she was in the power couple so much in the beginning of the season that she had a target on her back. Yes. I think she could have played differently to overcome the target on her back. I think she could have had the target removed from her back if she really leaned in to Justine and Sally are like girls, girls to the end. Like they would have embraced her if she had played it differently. I think she fucked up by voting for Justine whenever she was vulnerable. I would not be shocked if Imani getting power couple a couple times made her feel like people should come to me. I don't have to come to people. Right. Which is an error on her part. A huge error because she that's a target. You got to like reduce the threat and that's on you to reduce the threat, not yeah. on anybody else. Totally agreed. Totally agree. Yeah. So in Ray and my Imani's picnic, they're talking about how happy they are together. Ray is saying that they're such a good team. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. Justine and Jack are chatting and just watching Johnny and Aurelia hooking up in different parts of the villa. Literally. Jack says what everyone is thinking, which is they just need a room at this point. They're like, they've mm-hmm. made out everywhere in this villa (laughs) he's grabbing her ass i'm like did they fuck in bed because i'm getting the vibe that they didn't because there's still i genuinely think that the moment that they have sex johnny's gonna lose interest i completely agree i don't think they've had sex yet yeah (laughs) i don't think so either (laughs) and i think that that is likely aurelia's choice and it's the right choice agreed agreed good girl (laughs) We now see Justine and Jack start to chat a little bit of strategy and how they're actually going to win. Everyone is very aware that we're getting to the end of things here. Justine is like, we just have to put ourselves first. And Jack is like, the only people that I'm actually going to be looking out for are Sally and Ayal. Yeah. Zita gets a text. They'll be having a Love Island Games carnival. And they are going to have to put it all out there, show where their loyalties lie, and they figure out that four people will be going home because of the hashtag foregone conclusion, but for the number. All of the Islanders are then discussing, plotting who they want to go for. Johnny wants to get Scott, Courtney, Mitch, and Zita out. He's like, if four people are going home, we are going to send home the new bombs. Johnny does really take over here yeah. in a way that I think is pretty good gameplay. Agree. Mitch tells the group that they need to go for Jack and Justine because they are such a strong couple. Jack, Justine, Sally, and Ayal are discussing how they should go for some of the new people on the page of getting out Scott, Courtney, Mitch, and Zita. Right. But also maybe Ray and Imani. Right. Ray tells Imani that he really believes that the U.S. people are going to have their backs and Imani doesn't believe it. This is because Ray has successfully maintained this connection and alliance with Sally and Justine and Imani has not. Right. And this is very, very bad. Very bad. This is the beginning of the end. A hundred percent. Mitch tries to convince Johnny to split up the Jack and Aol crew. And 
good luck, Mitch. <laughs> right. Good luck. It's nighttime now and we see the carnival. This is so crazy. I, as I was watching this this morning, Gabe kept coming in <laughs> and like seeing one thing and then being like, oh, so like, does that mean that they're going home? And I was like, do you like go away? Like, do you want me to explain <laughs> this all to you? Because this is the most fucking bizarre show ever. Like, no, anything that you're uh, taking away from just one second of this does not mean what you think it means. Oh, my God. <laughs> so the couples are told that they're going to take part in three different games and that the loser of each game will be vulnerable. The first is cornhole. I call this cornhole. What do you call this? Cornhole. In other parts of the country, people call it bags. Bags? Yeah. I guess that makes sense. I guess. Bags, though? Who, I know. Who, who? Who calls it that? Midwest. In the Midwest, they call it bags. They call crazy shit things. However, outside of the Midwest, answers were dominated by cornhole. Midwest always has to be different. Yeah. With their pop. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and their casseroles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Basically, they are all deciding who they want to target and all of the bags that they actually get through the hole that doesn't count if it lands on the board which it normally would in cornhole it would be like one point instead of three points or whatever but right it only is counting if it actually goes in the hole and the couple with the most bags in their hole at the end will be vulnerable yes deb and callum go first they decide to go for courtney and scott callum goes first he gets two into their hole and then deb goes next she gets a couple in there and courtney gets pissed off Selly and Ayal also go for Scott and Courtney. Jack and Justine go for Scott and Courtney. It's like starting to unravel them. Ray goes for Scott and Courtney, and then so does Imani. And she says, I'm doing this because of gameplay. Like, it's not because I don't like you. It's because I'm doing this because of the game. Yeah, there uh, was definitely a conversation where Imani was sitting with all of the newer girl bombs, and they said they were all going to have each other's backs. Yeah. That did happen. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Mitch and Zita then go and they go for Aurelia and Johnny and Justine and Jack and Sally and Ayal. So they split them up a little bit more, which I think is tough to do. I think that's uh, a Jen pretty stupid decision. I agree. I think you got to go hard on one yeah. person. Uh, Johnny and Aurelia then go. They go for Scott and Courtney as well. And then Scott and Courtney go for Justine and Jack. Smarter mm -hmm. decision. The text... Scott and Courtney are now vulnerable. The second challenge is apple bobbing. The Islanders will be putting apples into a couple's crate and those with the most apples are at risk. So similar kind of idea here. Johnny and Aurelia go first. They put apples in Mitch and Zita's box. Courtney and Scott go next. They go for Johnny and Aurelia. Justine and Jack go for Mitch and Zita. Ray and Imani argue about what to do and then they go up. Imani goes for Johnny, Aurelia, Depp, Callum. And then Ray goes for Zeta and Mitch. The Islanders start to argue with Imani. Courtney says, you told me that you were loyal. And Imani disagrees. She said, I never said that I had any loyalties to you. And Courtney's like, you told all of us that you had our backs. Yeah. Which is true. She did. Right. Zeta and Mitch then go for Johnny and Aurelia. Sally and Ayal go for Mitch and Zeta. Callum and Deb then argue about what to do. Deb doesn't want to go for Zeta and Mitch. Callum ITMs that it's tough because he understands where Deb's coming from, but he also had to go against his friend Mitch also, but it made the most sense strategically. 
So Calum is putting his apples in Mitch and Zita's, and Deb can't really get any of the apples. She basically forfeits. I mean, she could have gotten some of the apples. I thought this was a genius move on Deb's part. It was. Because it was already smart. she had gone against Courtney. Right. In the first round, she was like, I'm not going to alienate my existing alliances. So she just pretends like she can't get an apple the whole time because it wouldn't have mattered either way. It was a foregone conclusion, but she didn't want to be a part of it. Yeah, this was really smart. Uh, Zita and Mitch are now vulnerable. And our last challenge is a weird one. They basically toss a beanbag through either a big hole for one pie, a medium hole for two pies, or a small hole for three pies. And that will then determine how many pies they get to pie another couple. The couple with the highest pies to the face will be vulnerable We see Johnny and Aurelia both fail to get their bags through any holes. Same with Imani and Ray. Justine and Jack both get one pie. So this means one pie for each of them. Like, it's just so weird and arbitrary. So they each have two pies and they choose to pie Ray and Imani. Imani gets pied a lot. And every time she gets pied, she eats the pie like it's she- so weird she's like ah like why are you eating this pie i kind of loved it it was i've never actually thought that these pies were edible to be honest i think well i think it's usually just whipped cream this one looked like it had some sort of custard or something else in it like maybe it was that good was like an and she was pie? like i'm fucked here so like i might as well get a little sweet treat <laughs> so bizarre that she ate the pie i thought it was so it, funny did you it made me really uncomfortable like i, I liked felt, it oh i did not like it it made me uncomfy i don't know why <laughs> that's so funny i don't know why yeah Sally <laughs> uh, and ayal go now and ayal gets one but one pie so they both pie ray and imani zita and mitch go Mitch misses. Zita gets one. They pie Ray and Imani as well. Courtney and Scott go. Courtney gets two. And Scott misses. Courtney says that she is shocked that Deb fucked her over. Her and Imani fight a little bit. I'm not sure if this is the moment where she's... Oh, no. It was before, I think, when she was like, you did tell me you had my back. You're literally wearing my clothes. She goes, you fucked me in my own clothes. Yeah. Oof. It was intense. So Courtney goes pretty hard at Imani with the pie and then Imani like takes some of the stuff on her and flicks it at Courtney. Yeah. Very, very intense pieing session. Very intense. Deb and Callum go. Deb gets one pie and they choose to pie Johnny and Aurelia. Deb just kind of continuing to try to stay out of the line of fire of course ray and imani are vulnerable so we now see each of the islanders pick out a stuffed animal so fucking random what the fuck this was the part that i was like wait what this is too much (laughs) (laughs) they gather around the fire pit we see that ray is super pissed Maya Jamma enters the villa, and she shares that two of the three couples will be dumped, which we already knew. Maya mm-hmm. says that the decision is down to the stuffed animals that they just picked. And they all look at their stuffed animals like, oh, fuck. <laughs> right. Like, what the fuck? Each animal has a heart inside of it. There are 
six pink hearts and one gold heart. And the golden heart is a lifeline for one of the vulnerable couples. So if the golden heart is inside the stuffed animal of one of the vulnerable couples, then they will save themselves. But if a safe couple has the golden heart, then they can use it to save one of the vulnerable couples. Mm -hmm. I felt like it was rigged that it was going to be one of the safe couples that had the golden heart. Same. Same. Because, like, what if the first people, what if just, like, who was first to go? I think it was Courtney and Scott. Mitch and Zeta. Okay. Well, what if Mitch and Zeta just had the gold heart? Right. No climax. Right. So that was never going to happen. Right. The vulnerable couples join Maya Jamma at the front. And, yes, Mitch and Zeta go first. They have a pink heart. As do Imani and Ray. As do Courtney and Scott. Also just funny that they have to, like, open the like (laughs) stuffed animals it's like a -A (laughs) build-a-bear it's so weird like why is this show so good but so weird weird i know they do weird shit sometimes (laughs) they really do so we're now going through all of the safe couples we see that aurelia and johnny have a pink heart as do deb and callum so it is now down to justine and jack and sally and ayal Justine's face gives it away when they open their stuffed animal that they have the gold heart. They go off and decide who they are going to save. Jack is like, we have to take out the strongest couple to win. Sally whispers to Aeol that she thinks that Justine will fight to save Ray, which we do see her grappling with. And we then see jack coming up to make their announcement of who they have decided to save he says that we had to think strategically and we picked a couple that we think will be the least threat and we are left on this cliffhanger but we see ray crying Crying. so obviously they do not (sighs) save ray and imani right obviously that seems obvious because also justine said i cannot look at him if we do not pick him, her head is down the whole time Jack is speaking. It's obvious. Everyone knows it. Ray knows it. We right. know it. Right. So who do you think they save? I think that they're going to save Courtney and Scott. That's what I was thinking, too, because when they said the least threat, I would say I think they'd probably think that Mitch and Zeta are a threat. I agree. Yeah, because they're both pretty strong and she's so tall and he's so buff. Yeah. Yep. I totally agree. Scott is a, a wimpy little boy. And unfortunately, <laughs> we will have another few episodes with Scott. Uh, <laughs> yes. All right, Ari, let's do our awards for this week. Who let's is your MVP? I have a hard time not doing this every week, so I'm just going to. My MVP this week was Callum. <laughs> Callum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Speaking of MVP, uh, speaking of MB- MVPs, I cannot speak. You can go on the Love Island USA app and vote for your favorite boy and favorite girl. Which will mean absolutely nothing for the show, of course, because it was filmed a month ago, but they will get money. Yeah. Did you vote? No. I voted for Callum and Sully. Mm. You should vote. I will. I'll do it. Yeah. So who you said Callum was your MVP. Yes. Who was yours? I'm going to give it up to Jack this week. Yeah. I He was actually a close second. I did consider yeah. giving it to Jack. He is all head in the game right now, and I appreciate that because he won that duel with between Mike and then, you know, with this 
this final decision. I think he's like leading the charge right now. And I that's solid. Definitely agree. I just am always most entertained by Callum. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Who was your course. most toxic Islander this week, Mara? <sighs> it's so hard to just not pick Johnny every single week, honestly. I'm going to maybe say Imani. Mm. I don't think that she was necessarily like fully toxic, but she did fuck up the most. Yeah. Who was your most toxic? Johnny. Oh, Johnny. <laughs> nice. So that hasn't changed. No. Week to week either. Nope. <laughs> I, I was thinking that. Have these been my MVPs and most toxic every episode? Maybe. Is it just because it's true? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was your most shocking moment of this week? I had a hard time with this. I found that the most shocking thing for me this week was not a moment, but was just generally Imani's downfall. Yes. Oh, I agree with that. Yeah. What did you say? My most shocking moment was Jess going off on Johnny. Oh, her recoupling speech. Not necessarily surprising, her recoupling speech. Yeah, it wasn't necessarily surprising, but I loved it. Yeah, I loved it too. (laughs) Yeah, Imani's downfall was rough. What was your LOL moment of the week? I got to give it up to Callum one more time for his <laughs> motorboat and calcium cannons commentary. Was that yours as well? Yes. <laughs> Callum's commentary before the heart rate challenge was my LOL <laughs> moment of the week. <laughs> I mean, this man is just full of full of funny quips. He just is a gift. Callum is a gift. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Callum. He, he should start uh, a business called Callum's Calcium Cannons. That does what? Plastic surgery? I don't know. Yeah. Sure. That works. Or like lingerie. Ooh. I like both of these ideas. Lingerie is probably a little bit more his wheelhouse. Yeah. I wouldn't personally trust him to operate on me. So no. let's go with lingerie. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck no. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> what are your finalist predictions? Because we are down to the wire now. I know. We are. Okay. So I have a top four and a okay. winner prediction. Okay. So I think that in the final four will be Selly and Ayal. Yeah. Deb and Callum. Uh-huh. Courtney and Scott. Interesting. Just because I kind of could see them sliding through and being like not that big of a threat, but I don't think they'll win. I believe that Justine and Jack will win. Okay. I have Johnny and Aurelia, Mm. Callum and Deb, Sally and Ayal, and Jack and Justine, and I think Jack and Justine will win. Oh my gosh. Well, we're going to know so soon. (sighs) So soon. Oh, I can't wait. I have one thing that I need to talk to you about before we end the episode. Okay. Have you watched Vampire Diaries? No. Fuck. But I feel like I should. You should. It's so good. Okay. I'm going to find something for you then. I had a realization that Aeol reminds me so much of a character from Vampire Diaries named Klaus. And I think it could just be his voice. So I'm just going to play you. Sorry. I'm getting a YouTube ad. I'm just going to play you like Klaus talking for a second. And I want okay. your immediate thoughts on if it sounds exactly like I all to you. Okay. Love it. 
Well, for starters, young Jeremy here could show some manners and invite me inside. Sort of. And that's why I'm here. I'm leaving town. Just need to pick up a few road trip necessities. Spare tire. Flashlight. Yeah. I hear it. I hear it. They're probably just from the same part of England. But it was like a big realization for me. That's funny. Oh, I love I love those kinds of realizations. <laughs> anyway, those you should great. watch Vampire Diaries. We will recap that next. She's got the fangs. <laughs> Ooh, I love that. <laughs> so many spinoffs. So many spinoffs. Oh, my God. I truly cannot wait to see how this season wraps up. Excellent oh, yeah. work, Love Island US. This good is job, guys. so good. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. And we cannot wait to chat with you later this week. On Thanksgiving, we'll be back at you going over the finale. And then if there's a reunion, which I hope there is, you know, we'll probably have another episode to discuss that and any post-island tea. Like, you know, does Johnny make a comment on his impending child? Correct. I need to know. I need to Does Sally make a comment on the impending child? Does Aurelia make a comment on the impending child? I need to know. Does Courtney... Just jazz. <laughs> so many people whose opinions I would like to hear on Johnny's baby. <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> okay. Chat with you soon. Can't wait. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Please follow us at She's Got the Chat on Instagram and TikTok. Rate and review us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Can't wait to chat next week.